and welcome to Times Medieval, a podcast where I talk about medieval topics. My name is Laurieann, and this first series is for a master class that I'm taking in queer criminology at Fayetteville State University. People always think it's strange when I tell them that my formal education is criminal justice, sociology, and medieval history. It seems like the three of them don't have much in common, but the intersectionality of them is a fascinating topic. With the following presentations, it's my intent to look at queerness in the medieval period to include sanctions from legal courts, ecclesiastical courts, and informal social sanctions. We're going to talk about what queer actually was and how it was defined and how society dealt with it on numerous levels. You don't need to have a considerable knowledge of the medieval period or words. I'll explain them as we go along. There is a disclaimer, however. The topics discussed herein are adult in nature, so consider this your warning if you have young, impressionable children around. You may want to listen to this when they aren't there, or you're going to be having the talk sooner than you intended. There's a few things to remember when talking about the past, no matter when you're referencing. One, people are the same. No matter what time period you examine, people are the same. Granted, what looks like success or failure may be different because those concepts are social constructs and vary over time and place, but people, their dreams, their hopes, pain, love of family and friends, all that's the same. There is nothing new under the sun. Pandemics, we had them, plagues and pestilence, government chaos, done it with a few collapsed societies in there. Wars in foreign lands for reasons most citizens don't understand frequently. There's even records of people writing to the government to lambast them for the poor roadways in the ninth century. Infrastructure was an issue at every point in time. Second, most importantly, it's not fair to judge the actions based on modernity. What do I mean by that? A simple example is the word sodomy. Today, that generally has a very specific meaning, but previously it meant anything other than standard P and V sex that was for the purpose of procreation. That seems to contradict my first rule that people are the same. No, just because the church and society stated that P and V was the only form of sanctioned sex does not mean that was all that was happening in medieval times. Medieval times, when was it and where was it? The when of it's a bit convoluted. <laughs> Academics can't seem to agree on a definitive date, but it's generally accepted to be from the fall of Rome in the 5th century to the sacking of Rome in the 16th century. So it's a thousand years, give or take. Some academics claim the medieval period ended at the beginning of the Renaissance because that's the time it was allegedly a, a period of new thinking, new art, new invention. But why did Rome matter? Why from the fall of Rome to the sacking of Rome? Because the church was in Rome, so all things revolved around the church. Where was it? For reference of this podcast, it's very Eurocentric. The word medieval is generally understood to mean Western civilization or Western Europe. Um, I'm not going to get into the same time frame that took place in the Middle East Crusades. There was nine Crusades, by the way, or Asia and Africa. We're going to be focusing on Western civilization. Now for some nomenclature. Medieval, Middle Ages, and Dark Ages are rather used interchangeably. 
the church during this time is the Catholic Church. It would be a whole other set of podcasts to explain Martin Luther, Henry VIII, and the Protestant Reformation. During the medieval period, the church is Catholic. The term queer is often used to describe any expression of sexuality or gender that disrupts or disturbs traditional binaries. Phraseology like hetero, homo, bi, asexual did not exist as we know it now, if it did at all. Same-sex desire is not a new phenomenon or a product of modernity and degeneration, but modernity has brought with it a need to look at the past to understand how history played such a role in the construction of queer identities. In that study, we can also see how formal and informal sanctions led to the criminality of queer people. So remember, people were the same now and then and as they shall be in the future. The adage that history repeats itself is very true, but we don't study history to see what will happen, but to invoke change for the future.